0: Greetings, friends, and welcome. I am Ambakizia Dukuzumarini, the host of Save A Kim to You Towards Pan-African Economics, a weekly podcast and video program dedicated to making plain the economic dimensions of the lives of Africans of the continent and the global African diaspora. And I am coming to you with today's Pan-African Dispatch on the Pan-Africanism of the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey. When we consider the spiritual, cognitive, affective, and psychomotor physiological crisis that encompasses the cultural, social, political, and economic lives of global Africans, we should take note that the strategies and plans pursued by our so-called leadership over the past sixty years has in no way alleviated the problem of domination and its symptoms such as crime, addiction, prostitution, unemployment, and hyperconsumerism. The majority of global Africans live within the political domains of nation-states that ostensibly have black leadership, but the economies, health, and food systems are in the financial and political hands of foreigners. These foreigners control the system of political and economic rewards and punishments so that the vast majority of these nation-states are, as Dr. Amos Wilson informed us, little more than nigger boxes. A course of action by global Africans that may contribute to the alteration of this state of affairs is the propagation of the idea that in order to make certain that there is the preservation, perpetuation, and development of the global African community, there must be an ideology that coalesces the cognitive, affective, psycho-spiritual, and psychomotor aspects of the global African consciousness. This ideology must focus the attention of global Africans on maintaining the optimal health of the people through establishing African prosperity, African unity, and African power. Such an ideology is to be found in the words and works of the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey and the Black-oriented Pan-Africanism that he espoused. A powerful theorist, orator, organizer, and mobilizer, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey constructed Organize and mobilize the largest mass movement ever of global Africans of the African continent and of the African diaspora. Active early in his life in the British colony of Jamaica's nationalist movements, which pressed for Jamaican independence from British colonial control, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey traveled extensively throughout the Caribbean, Central, and South America, and lived for a time in the United Kingdom where he worked with the Sudanese Nationalist Deuce Mohammed to further his political and economic goals. In the year 6155 of the Kushite Kemet Calendar, which is the year 1914 of the Common Era, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey organized the Universal Negro Improvement Association and African Communities League, the UNIAACL on the Caribbean island of Jamaica. The unifying motto of the UNIAACL, of one God, one aim, one destiny had deep roots in the spiritual experience of global Africans. The overall objective of the organization was to bring about the great reawakening and resurgence of global Africans. A global African redemption of the continent of Africa from Eurasian conquest and colonization. To implement a program designed to bring about the cultural, economic, and political reconstruction of global Africans. The UNIA ACL emphasized conscious satisfaction in blackness, a black consciousness, global African solidarity, African self-reliance, and the socio-political and socio-economic independence of all global Africans, wherever in the world they may be, under the adage Africa for the Africans, those at home and those abroad. There was no confusion over who was African at the time, for no white supremacist Eurasian settler colonialist, no Eurasian migrant opportunist entrepreneur or worker from India, no racist settler colonialist from the Arabian Peninsula chose or even wanted to be called African. They labeled themselves as anything but African generally melding their personal identity with the citizenship in the imperial country. In the year 6157 of the kushite Kemet calendar, which is the year 1916 of the Common Era, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey journeyed to the United States of America at the invitation of Booker T. Washington to study Washington's program for economic development. As it was being applied at the All-African Learning Institution, the Tuskegee Institute, But unfortunately, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey arrives just after Booker T. Washington's untimely and mysterious death. The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey's interest in Booker T. Washington's program stemmed from his analysis that the industrial economic program of Booker T. Washington was one cog in the grandiose plan for a global African renaissance. The other necessary components of the global African renaissance were an African-centered pan-African program designed to free global Africans from Eurasian domination and a pan-African military apparatus which would support and protect global African revolutionary goals from Eurasian counter-revolutionary policies and actions. The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey sought to resurrect in the blacks of the African continent and the African diaspora the basic tenets of the millennia-old tradition of African nation-building so as to allow all global Africans to engage knowledgeably and successfully in the political, economic, and military reconstruction of the nations of blacks of the African continent and in the African diaspora to support the programmatic objectives of the UNIAACL, The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey established a provisional African government in exile and a black economy in the United States of America. Understanding the importance of controlling the narrative, The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey published The Negro World, An Authentic Black Media Voice, a weekly newspaper providing global Africans with a black-owned and controlled media source that provided a decidedly Afrocentric or African-oriented black viewpoint on global issues of specific importance to global Africans. Under the auspices of the UNIA ACL, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey also established the Black Star Steamship Shipping Line which was an international shipping company, as well as an assortment of businesses under the Negro Factories Corporation and the Black Cross Trading and Navigation Corporation. In addition to acquiring agricultural land throughout the United States, the UNIAACL also engaged in extensive negotiations for the acquisition of large tracts of land in Liberia, West Africa, to be used in part for resettlement of diaspora Africans wishing to return home. Furthermore, the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey organized international conventions on African continental and diaspora political and economic development. No other African organization on the African continent or in the diaspora before or since has had the impact of the UNIA ACL. At its height, the UNIA ACL had branches throughout North, South, and Central America, the Caribbean, Africa, Europe, Australia and the United States. Throughout colonized Africa, the Negro world was banned by every colonial power. In places such as Kenya, the Negro world newspaper would be smuggled in by sailors and then it would be translated by blacks who were literate in Eurasian languages to large groups. The paper would also be memorized verbatim by black youth who were bilingual who would then travel to the villages of rural Africa and recite the whole of the paper to the rural populace. The fear on the part of the colonial powers was that the ideology of the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey and the UNIAACL would provide a necessary unifying element to the many disparate counter-colonial movements occurring in Africa at the time. The Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey advocated and implemented plans designed to achieve the development of an African spiritual, political, economic, and military power, a global power developed, organized, and administered by blacks, protecting the interests of global Africans. The Garveyite movement was a pan-African, monoracialist movement predicated on black agency. And that, my friends, ends today's Pan-African Dispatch. Aluta continua, pomoja tutashunda.